0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com dot com. So there's something very interesting in the Chayyadam. He has in Klal Samech Chet Dinim for the Mitzvot, which means the Mitzvot generally have certain laws that apply to them that we're trying to cover up today, and we'll see if we can cover one or two. But it's it's a very interesting sugya that there are rules and. And regulations to mitzvot generally, and that is what the Chayadam Adam come to teach us. There's many sifrim that do the same thing, but let's read it from the Chayadam He says like this: "Kaim en mavirim ala mitzvot." What does that mean? "En mavirim ala mitzvot." Says the Chayadam Adam. What A mitzvah that to He it, and not Which means. You have a mitzvah right now comes to your hand, and you want to fulfill that mitzvah. But you also want to fulfill another mitzvah. So you can't push aside the mitzvah that you have in front of you in order to perform the mitzvah that's not right in front of you. And this this comes around in so many different scenarios. And, for instance, if you have Nerot Hanukkah, and Farshim explained that you should stand in a way that you light first the first candle you want to light. You should be closer to it. Why? Because if you're closer to the second candle or third or fourth uh, candle you're planning to light today, so you're going to extend your hand to the first candle and it's not the closest to you, rather, in the scenario we are, uh, we are... Showing it would be the further one from you. That's not good. That's called ma'avirim ala mitzvot and ma'avirim ala mitzvot. You shouldn't do such a thing, and that would be uh, in the, in all the mitzvot that you would put this uh, halacha, this rule, and apply it. And let's see again. Time and time and ma'avirim ala mitzvot. Ratzon Amar mitzvah sh'tavu mitzvah in front of you, and you should, and you're planning to do that mitzvah, that's only on that condition, because if you're not planning to do the mitzvah right now, although it's in front of you, it doesn't mean anything. So, for instance, I'll give you an example. If a person didn't pray Musaf yet, he didn't pray Musaf on Osh Chodesh, for example, and time for Mincha have come. So, what should he do first? Musaf or Mincha? On one hand... He wants to do, he should do mincha. Why? Tadir v'sheh no tadir, tadir kodem. Mincha he prays every day. Musaf he prays on yonosh Chodesh and yamim tovim and Shabbat. So the mincha is much more relevant. It comes around much more. So therefore, he should pray mincha. On the other hand, we're saying that uh, the musaf is something that is missing. He needs to do it right away. Which one should he do right now? So... Normally, we would say, like I said, Mincha comes first. But what happens if he doesn't want to pray now, Mincha? He wants to pray Mincha later. He's not planning to pray Mincha now. He's planning planning to pray Musaf right now. The Mincha is now. He doesn't want it right now. So Ben Uyona says, that's how we will poseh that you don't have to pray Mincha right now. You would pray first, Musaf, because that's not what you have in plan right now. You haven't planned right now only to pray Musaf. But when you have both of them right now that you want to do, so the one that comes first to your hand, that's the one you need to do first. And this is a halakha that we found as a machloket, rishonim already, and achonim how to learn and where to learn from. And is it the Deoraita or the Rabbanan? The Chaya Chaya Adam brings down, uh, that over here, that the uh, mitzvah mm-hmm. is a mitzvah deoraita. He says that openly. Hu asur min ha-Torah, sheneemar, hu shmartem et ha-Matsot. Don't read Matzot, but rather mitzvot, shelo techmats v'teyashen, which means you should not cause the mitzvah to become old to be, to become like chometz. Chometz is when you leave the dough and you don't process it right away. It it goes through the process of uh, of, of chimut. It ferments and it becomes yimeyushan ve And that's something you can do not only for matzot but also for mitzvot. This is how the um, the gemara brings down and. It seems like, it's, and it's clear from the Chayat Dam, that it's the Orayta. It says, mm-hmm. Not everybody seems to hold like it's the Orayta. This is how the Chayat brings down, it's, it's, and he proves it from Tosfot Yumala Gimel, that it's the Rad Radbaz holds that it's the Rabbanan. It seems like also from the Me'iri that it's the rabbanan, because the lashon of the me'iri is that there's a hint to it. That's how the me'iri brings down. If there's a hint to it, you can tell that it's not the writer. It says like this, uh, the me'iri in Yuma. He says, U'shmartem et ha'mitzvot. Drasha zu, U'shmartem et ha'mitzvot, haveremez ladavar, leha ma'avirin al ha'mitzvot. This, Pasuk comes to hint that idea of en It seems like that way, that that lashon that he uses remez that it's not the right. It seems like it's a hint that Chachamim picked on and they uh, they they said that their halacha their rule. That is how he said Rashi in Megillah. The brings down that you learn the the idea from this that. Mitzvah ba al This is the Lashon of Rashi. That's what he says on that Gemara that brings this din of akdim uh, la'asot. Anything that comes to my hand first, that's what I need to do first. Where does he learn this from? It's a Mechilta. It says, whenever you have a mitzvah come into your hand, don't let it become old, become uh, uh, something that you don't deal with immediately. Now, it seems very clear from everything we're learning right now that it not necessarily means that you have another mitzvah and you're pushing away the first mitzvah and you're going to take care of the second mitzvah. seems like from Rashi that don't let it become old, that's all it is. This is how the Meir comes to say, but... When you look at uh, Meparashim, they seem to pick that only when you have two mitzvot. And we'll see that in a minute, but let's see how the chayadam says it. He, he, he points this out and he says like this. He says that, When you have first mitzvah that comes to your hand, which means you have over here two mitzvot, yasena, velo yanichena, v'nei sherutsa achsav l'assot achheret, v'achakach yasena which means if you have a case that you're leaving the first mitzvah in order to take care of the second mitzvah, if you're planning to do it later on, the first mitzvah that you just uh, push to the side, that's one way of violating the yisur of Ushmartem et Amasot. But if you completely not going to. Uh, make that mitzvah and not fulfill that mitzvah and just deal with the second mitzvah that's even worse and that's what he says is that Kol sheken, legamre, l'asot that is something that is much worse and he brings the pasuk and he says that this is the orah, sheken, which means you have A third way that is much worse, and that is if you have something that's in front of you, and you just push it to the side in order to do it much later, which means we have, seems like we have three scenarios. We can argue on the the third one, but seems like we have three scenarios. One scenario is that you have two mitzvot in front of you, and you're pushing away the first mitzvah that came to your hand, and you're dealing with the second mitzvah. And then you come to do the first mitzvah that you push to the side. Worse scenario than that would be that, again, you have a mitzvah that came first in your hand. You're pushing it away in order to fulfill the second mitzvah, but you're not coming back to do the the first mitzvah. You're completely uh, ignoring it, so to speak, or you're pushing it to the side when you're not fulfilling that mitzvah. And third way is that even without a second mitzvah, you just have a mitzvah, and you decided not to do it. As some of the Mefokshin point out, that if you say such an idea for one mitzvah over the other mitzvah, how much worse it is that, let's say, a person that's dealing with a mitzvah, he starts all of the sudden speaking to his friend, he's, he's, he's dealing with other things, and that he should, definitely shouldn't do when you have a mitzvah that comes to your hand, and all of a sudden you take, you take your time with it, you're not, um, you're not dealing with it. it immediately, you're just starting to do things that are divrei reshut, that's even much more, uh, that's w- much worse. As the 2 even in Megillah, Tafav says, he says, mm-hmm. all of the sudden you're ready to put on your tefillin. And you take, you open the tefillin bag, and you're ready to take out that feeling. all of a sudden your phone starts ringing. Oh, yes, shalom aleichem, how are you, this, that. You can't do that. If you can't, if you can't stop that mitzvah in order to fulfill a, a separate mitzvah, even more so, you can't stop that mitzvah in order to do... Dvar that's much worse. And this is also how the Shah brings, in Siman Kafret, en Maavirim no amur ledvar reshut, which means, ledvar reshut, it could be that it's much worse. We'll see if that's on the only way how to learn it. Now, again, this is how you can learn the Hayadam, the third thing, although you can uh, argue on the last point that I say, on the words that he says, kol shasur וזה al The three different conditions over here, let's pay attention to what he teaches us. First, which means you see over here that we're dealing dafka in a case of two mitzvot. In a case of two mitzvot, when you're dealing with the first mitzvah and all of a sudden, the second mitzvah comes around, and you push away the first mitzvah to fulfill the second mitzvah. That is something you shouldn't do, and that is what I tried to explain before. If that's the way you learn, which means it's only when the two mitzvot comes around, that's the only time you learn the two. Again, before we said that even for tzvah you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't push away, you shouldn't delay your mitzvah, even for but that's musal, not mitzvah the mitzvah asma, the, the explained to us from Tosfot and from uh, other places that this is a din Torah, it's a pasuk for it, it's a din Torah when and how did the Torah forbid doing such a thing which means it has over here a certain structure to that uh, to that mitzvah how the mitzvah comes uh, to play, he it says it's only when you have two mitzvot in front of you. Of course, although you learn that this is how this uh, halacha comes to play, but, of course, also divrei musar, you can learn from it, that you obviously shouldn't push away your mitzvah and delay it for something else that's not a dvar mitzvah, for so dvar rishut, as I explained before. But when it comes to dvar mitzvah, the meforshim bring down something interesting. When you have, let's say, two mitzvot that came your way, and you 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 should have done the first mitzvah, but you by mistake came first to do the second mitzvah. But that's not the way it should be done. And I'll explain exactly an example. But beforehand, the the Orlyon brings the Tosefet Chaim on the Chaya brings, and others that you could right now. Wait a minute. Go and do something else. Let's, let, let's say you say some tehillim, you, you, you go and learn, you say korbanot, and then come to, again to the mitzvot and do them correctly. And I'll explain exactly the scenario for that. The Shuchat Aruch in Siman, Kaf Hey, beginning of Ilchot, tefillin. He tells you, how, do you should, how one should wear the tefillin. He says like this, you should first, before you come to wear the tefillin, you should make sure to put on talit twice, says the Lashon like this, Ma'alin Ba'kodesh. You go up in Kedusha. What does that mean, you go up in Kedusha? The ur explains that a person needs to elevate himself in Kedusha. It doesn't go on the object of the Mitzvah. It goes on the person himself. A person needs to elevate himself with Kedusha, which means first he just uh, does the act of Mitzvah, which is the Talit, and he just covers himself be shel mitzvah, and then with the Tfilin he actually connects with the kliyhood and kedusha that the tefillin provides him. Beautiful, but it's very important to do it that way because this is the order: first you put the talit, and then the tefillin. But what happens if a person? opens up his bag of tefillin, and the tefillin is right in front of him right now, not the talit. Or even more so, if he pulled out the tefillin out of the bag by mistake. What should he do right now? He has the tefillin, but he needs to put the talit first. If he puts the tefillin to the side and he takes his talit, he violated this halacha of En Ma'avirim Al mitzvot. What should he do now? So it says, According to the Pshat of the Shulchan Aruch, what should be done over here? The lashon, it's terech l'aniham talit matelit k'desh loyavor la mitzvah. And this is how the Mishnah Abura explains that if that's what happened, so then you'll have to first put the tefillin, and then you put the talit. This is how he says: first the tefillin, in order not to violate this rule that we just said that you put first. The, the, the talit you'll be violating, and ma'avirim ala mitzvot, you have a mitzvah in your hand, that's the tefillin, although that's not the correct order, but in order not to violate what we said right now, you'll put first the tefillin. This is how the pshat of the halacha says. But the mekubalim, as the Arizal brings down, disagree with that. Benishchai brings the halacha, the, this Arizal, uh, this and he says, that although you just violated Enma Virimala Mitzvot, you still need to put to the side the tefillin, and first wear the Talit. Why? Because according to the Kabbalah, you must first wear Talit and then tefillin. This is how it is. He explains it's Mukhim, the, the Ktanim starts first and then Mukhim dolim. Uh, he explains according to the Kabbalah what it means. But whatever it is, he says, this is the right and correct way to wear You can't wear it any other way. It's not possible for you to wear first the Tfilin and then the Talit. According to Kabbalah, you're not building up the Olamot correctly. The whole thing is, it comes out uh, mixed up. That's not the correct way to do things. And therefore, you'll, be, you'll have to violate this and Avirim al This is how the Ben Ishma says. So comes. The Odyssey on And says that when you have such a scenario that you first took your tefillin, what you should do is in order not to violate, and in order not to violate what the Kabbalah tells you, just put both of them to the side, and go do something else, go learn for a few minutes. As to show that you're not really interested right now to do the mitzvah. A person is allowed to pull out his talit bag or his tefillin out of his tefillin bag if he's not planning right now to wear them. So a person wants to look at his tefillin. He opens up the tefillin bag, he looks at it, he puts it back. Does he have to wear it? No. When do we say a person has to do the mitzvah immediately, that's only when you're actually ready to wear them. You don't want to wear them right now. You just want to look at them. You want to check them. You want to clean them. You want to clean uh, a stain that was there. No problem at all. There's no there's no din and mavirim that you'll have to wear it right away. So it says all oh, it's you. And this is a separate claim brings down same idea that you should put both of them on the, to the side in order to demonstrate that you're not interested right now to do those mitzvot, and therefore you're not going to run into this machloket of Kabbalah and Pshat. That's how they say, and this is what I meant before, but this halakha teaches us a lot. When a person puts his talit and the tefillin, the Shulchan Aruch tells us in the beginning of this Kafay, that you must put the talit in front of you and the tefillin in the back, so whenever you ready to wrap up your tefillin and talit into the bag after tefillah, make sure you put them like that, that the first thing you come across when you open your, your bag tomorrow morning is the talit and not the tefillin, because whatever comes in your, whatever is closer to you when you open the bag, that is what you have to do first. So this is something that's very important. Secondly, that one needs to pay attention to is and make sure that the Tzilin Shel Yad is closer to you than the Tzilin Shel Rosh. So when you open the bag of the Tzilin, Tzilin Shel Yad is what's right in front of you, not the Tzilin Shel And otherwise, you have a problem. Because if you first uh, have the Tzilin Shel Rosh, you'll have to push it to the side and violate the too, of en ma'avirim al ha'mitzvot. And Ovi Ezeh Shohan Aruch agrees with that, that you'll have to do it that way. He says, in Sif Vav, in Pagah uh, B'Sheh Rosh Tchila, that la'avir ota ha'mitzvah v'anich v'achakar shel Rosh. Which means, in this scenario, unlike the Talit and the Tfilin, that he, he seemed to say that first you put the Talit, first you put the Tfilin and then the Talit, which means you mix the order. But over here, he agrees that you'll have to put the tfilin or sherosh to the side, and then, uh, and then wear the shel yad first. Why? Because it says in the Torah, which means this is the order the Torah tells us to do. So you can't apply over here the dinim of enmavirim levanom mitzvot if the Torah openly tells you that this is the order that you need to wear the seal in first hand and then wash past, on the other hand, although that's the way the Torah says you should do things, you did violate, and one needs to be very careful, with that idea. So he continues and says the following. And we're going back to the Fayadam. He says, Whatever you come across first, that's what it means, ifga. You first has, have to do. Let's say, all you can do right now is one out of the two. You don't have uh, time to do both mitzvot. You're very limited in time, and you want to do only one mitzvot, One of the mitzvot. So over here, there's no din of en ma'avirim ala mitzvot. You have both of them in front of you. You know you want to do just one of them. And the tefillin, let's say, is in the back, as the way you should put your tefillin to the back of the talit. And you open up, but you only have time to do either the talit or the tefillin, you could go and reach out to that filling. Why? Because lo shayach en ma'avirim ala mitzvot. Only when you want to do both mitzvot. But if you're planning to do only one, as we explained before, there's no din of en ma'avirim ala mitzvot. En lo pnaik kaim shnei matkachat lo shayach ba en ma'avirim el adraba. As lina nachar mitzvah chamura. When you have titzit and filling, which one is more strict? Which one has more? Importance to do? Of course, the tefillin. Why? Because tefillin, he could do talit, you don't have to wear. A person could, should wear talit. But is it a complete obligation? No. Tefillin is a complete obligation. A person must wear tefillin every day. Talit, it's it, only if he has arba kanfot. In tfilah we wear talit. But if you have one over the other, of course, Kishilin has to do much more, has to be more important than the other. The Or another scenario that we'll speak in the future of the Deen, Tadir Tadir. If you have two mitzvot, one is Tadir and another one is not Tadir, of course Tadir Adif, and you should do the one that's more common, more relevant, more common, that you do more commonly. Or, if you have two mitzvot, one is mitzvah overet, and the, one, the second one is not a mitzvah overet, you have two mitzvot in front of you. One, if it, it, it's a passing mitzvah, which means if you don't do it right now, you lose out. It's gone. It's mitzvah overet. It has a certain time. Let's say you have a poor person in front of you asking for tzedakah. Now... And, and you're planning to do another mitzvah that you can do a, a little bit later. It doesn't have to be to be right now. You know that the poor person is here for a second. If, he, if you don't give him the tzedakah, he's gone already. He's away. So the mitzvah of it comes first before the mitzvah she'na over it. And then he comes to say... He says, even if you have a mitzvah the writer, that you should do today, but you, and you have another mitzvah that you should do tomorrow, and you can only do one of them, if you do one, you can't do the other. And the second mitzvah for tomorrow is more strict. Which one you should you do? So there's a famous word, Baz, on this. He says that whatever you have in front of you right now, that's what you need to do. Don't worry about the future. Right now, this is the mitzvah you have in front of you. That's what you should do. If a person could, if a person, let's say, is in prison, and they give him one day off, he could go and pray with a minyan. Which day should he go? Should he go today, or should he wait for Yom Kippur? So he says, the Radbaz, go today. Because you don't know what's going to be up to Yom Kippur. A person doesn't even know if he'll live up to Yom Kippur. So therefore, go right away. And uh, this is what you have in front of you, that's what you do. Over here he says that if you have two mitzvot, one for today, one for tomorrow, and you can do only one of them. And today's mitzvah is not as important as tomorrow. You should do which you should wait for tomorrow's mitzvah. But then he adds the words that I explained before. He says, only when it's one day after the other. In that case, we don't say that Shema Yamut, maybe he'll die in one day. That's unlikely. But if you have an extended the time, then you should do the mitzvah that comes your way right away. he gives an example. Nir li ba'an she'chai li'udim. You have soldiers, Jewish soldiers, that you need to uh, to be at your mishmar. You need to go to do your duty. When is your duty? You can choose today or you can choose tomorrow. Today, today is erev yom כיפור. Tomorrow is yom כיפור. Which day should you do? Now, it says like this. If you go today, you won't be available to wear the tfilin. It's a full day job that you have to do today. You're not going to get a second to wear your tfilin. Maybe you don't even have your tefillin or you're not allowed to take the tfilin with you. You miss on wearing tefillin, but then you'll get tomorrow off. It's Yom Kippur. Which one should you do? He says, take the more important, and that is Yom Kippur. Although you're not going to wear it today tefillin. This is one condition in the din of En Mavirim Second, he says, Lo Shayach En Mavirim Elo Mizvah She Osekba. But the Mizvah She Na Osekba BeGufah El Achirim Osekim VaAfilpi. Afilpi Ken He Mizvah. Mishum Berov Mutar Lanich <laughs> Mizvah Zor VeLiLech B'Makom Achir. This is the second din that he says. It's a famous Gemara in Yuma, the find, uh, Moshe Feinstein brings down from here, um, this Gemara says that there's a mitzvah to see people do, mitzvah to see a community. Many people do mitzvot. It's mitzvah of adrat melech. When you go to see people that perform a mitzvah, you're honoring a kadosh buchu, because a mitzvah is done in a large number. And we all understand that when you have a large number, it's much more of an honor than when you have a couple of people. You go to see the mitzvah to, that's done in order to honor a kadosh buchu. Everything we do in this world is to honor a kadosh buchu. the, the shiurim whatever it is. So, over here, you have a mitzvah that's being done, and it's done be with a large number of uh, of people there that are joining. In that case, the mitzvah is honoring more kadosh b'rukhu. Says Rav Moshe. Very interesting. He says that same thing would be the opposite. Many times people ask me in the past, and I didn't I didn't know what to answer completely. They ask me about going to, let's say, in Israel, soccer game on Shabbat. You go to a soccer game on Shabbat, but you don't have to pay a ticket. They arrange it for you. You don't have to pay a ticket. You don't have to go on a bus. It's, it's right uh, in your neighborhood. So you just go. You have a pass. You don't need to do, let's say, the place that even you're allowed to carry. You take your ticket from before Shabbat. Whatever it is, in a scenario, you won't be violating anything. You sit down at the stadium, and you watch uh, the soccer game, and you enjoy, and everything is fine. Can you do that? What's wrong with doing such a thing? Whether you go, you don't go, the game is going to take place. So it's not like you are uh, helping out in any way if you're not going to prevent people from doing any violations. And the answer to this is, this Moshe is so uh, interesting. But Moshe finds, and he writes, that just like you find that mitzvah doing something that's a violation of Torah in a public place, in a large quantity of people, and you are there with them, that's disrespecting a Kadosh Bohu. That's a violation. It's just, just like over here, it's a mitzvah. To see a mitzvah in large numbers. Same thing would be a sin, avera, to see avera done in large numbers, and the more people going to see and cheer the the sin, the more of the avera it is. So when you're going over there, and there's all kind of chidulei shabbat that's involved, it's not like people running after the ball. That's not what it is. There's a lot of chilulei shabbat over there that's being done at the stadium as well. All the lights, all the all the microphones, all the, whatever it is, the the cameras. It's the whole scenario is a scenario of chilulei shabbat, and you're going to see it. You are helping us. Same thing would be if let's say uh, there's a carnival that comes to town. Now, if it's Guim, fine. We're not talking about that. They're allowed to do whatever they want. But if it's a Jewish carnival of people that are not religious, and you have a chance, it's right around your block. You go, you take your kids, you'll enjoy, you'll hear some music. It's a beautiful thing. You have a, um, a, a block party. If you have over there Guim doing that, okay, fine. There's no there's no problem with that. But you have Jewish Neighbors, that are doing a black party on Shabbat. It's the day off on Shabbat. Black party, music, dancing, barbecue on a fire. So they tell you, come join us. You're part of the block. Join us. Sit down. Don't do anything. Don't eat from the barbecue. Don't dance to the music. Just join us and have have a good time. <laughs> the answer is that's the opposite of just like there you're not you are allowed and you should and it's a mitzvah to join such a thing same thing over here gimel says adam mitzvah yom which means when you have a mitzvah that's coming your way right now, and you can do it right now, no problem. But the problem is that it's not going to be fulfilled at the same level as if you would wait with it until tomorrow or the next day. If you wait, the mitzvah would be done much nicer, much better. Should you wait on it, or should you do it right away? Now, if you wait, you might be violating No, a person should wait. Why is that? Because you're going to make the mitzvah in a better way. So therefore, the Magan brings down that let's say a person could pray right now with a minyan but without tefillin. Because the tefillin it doesn't have right now. So should he pray right now with a minyan and wear the tefillin afterwards? Or a person should wait for the tefillin and not pray right now. The minyan is praying. he wait, let's say his friend is going to give him his tefillin when he finishes praying with the minyan. And then he can wear the tefillin and start praying but it won't be with the minyan. Says them again, Mishnah Shavuot brings it down in that it's better to wait. Why? Because the mitzvah is going to be done better when it's done with Tefillin, then to do it right now, although it's bitibu, it's not better than the Tefillin. That's an example, uh, a, a more clear example, is what the Raman brings down in Ilchot, Kiddush Levana and Siman Tafkaf Vav, he says that if you need to do Kiddush Levana, but you're not uh, you're not dressed right now, as you would in Motzei Shabbat. In Motzei Shabbat, it's much more honor to do Kiddush Levanah. So he says the following: If, Lel Motzei Shabbat, who kodesh miut baChodesh, as <laughs> Mamtinim ad Motzei Shabbat. If, Lel Motzei Shabbat, who kodesh miut baChodesh, as Mamtinim ad Motzei Shabbat. But if Muacharkah, en Mamtinim ad Motzei Shabbat, Shemayushnei le lotor shlosha or baAnanim. Which means, if you are in a time that you'll have enough time to wait until Moshe Shabbat, and the chances are that you could make the Levana on Moshe Shabbat, one should wait. But if it's very short, two, three, four days, you're not going to have the possibility, maybe you lose the possibility to do Kiddush Levana. You're taking a chance; you might lose out. Kiddush levanah incomplete—that you shouldn't do. But if you know you have enough days, you could do Kiddush levanah right now, but it's not Motzei Shabbat. Or wait five, up to five days, wait, and then the chances are very big that you'll be able to do the mitzvah on Motzei Shabbat with clear sky. And with Kikdesh Shabbat, Motsay Shabbat, the right time, that's the way it should be done. So says the Chayadam, that this is something that one should do, and it's called that he's waiting for the mitzvah in order to do it more behidur, more correctly, more benoy. So he says, So he says, but over here, you can do it later better. You should do it later better than do it right now, not to the same level. So this is the mitzvah in the Klalim of the chaya mitzvah of en ma'avirim al There's much more to speak about this. Be'ezot Hashem, maybe next time, or we we'll go to the next idea to learn the dinim of the mitzvot, Chazak Uvaruch. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, Rabbi. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.